Yes, there's a ton of coaches and course creators. It is kind of a popular niche for copywriters, but like, come on in. It's not, there's no scarcity here. There's definitely still room for you. It's not saturated. It means that there is a great need for it. And there is room for your voice and what you have to offer because someone who is not the best fit for me might be the best fit for you based on your past experience, your values. I think the fact that there are a lot of coaches, course creators, and copywriters for them is just a sign that it's a growing industry and that's what you want to be a part of. I'm excited to bring you this interview with a direct response copywriter that specifically serves business coaches, life coaches, course creators, and people with strong personal brands online. This is probably one of the top writing niches that people write to me about. They want to know how to break into this field and how to get clients. So I'm super excited to have a direct response copywriter on the podcast and really pick her brain. We delve into the difference between content writing, copywriting, brand copywriting, direct response copywriting. So by the end of this episode, you're going to have a better idea of all the different types of copywriting out there. It can get a little bit confusing and we demystify that. And you're going to want to stay to the end because because something I love that Megan does, she helps writers build businesses that work for them and their specific life and their situation, which I think is key because the way some people are marketing how to build an online business does not work for every single person because everybody's situation and circumstances call for different strategies and different approaches and different mindsets and she's a busy mom and someone who is juggling working and being a mother and I think that's really critical that she's helping writers build a business that works for them because sometimes we can get caught up in this and the business starts to control our lives and that's not why we got into freelancing to begin with. You are going to love this interview. Comment down below. And make sure you are subscribed to the Paid Copywriter YouTube and podcast because I am bringing new episodes and new copywriters and all of the free resources and tips every single week. Welcome, Megan Katchigan. I'm so excited to speak with you today. Tell me a little bit about yourself and how you originally got into copywriting. So excited to be here. And yeah, I am an intentional direct response copywriter. I write copy all throughout the the funnel and launch copy. So everything from uh, ads to landing pages, email sequences, sales pages, all of that. And I got into copywriting. <laughs> it's the story is so funny. I never wanted to be an entrepreneur. Like this stuff is hard and it's scary. <laughs> but I know for me, like there's just no other way. I used to be a high school teacher and I knew I'd never reach like my financial and lifestyle goals that way. So I had to make the leap. Like even though there's no guarantee, like I knew it'd be impossible on that salary. So I had to take the leap. And I just felt this unshakable calling to be a writer and I didn't really know what that looked like, like how I could make a living off of it. So I Googled it, right? Like anybody does. And <laughs> so after Googling it, then, you know, on Facebook, I get hit with all the ads of, you know, how to be a copywriter. So I'm like, okay. And so it's so funny and so ironic. I went through a funnel for a copywriting course and started that way, started getting experience and then built it to where it is today. But it's so cool that like, like the irony of going through a funnel to get me started. And now I write those funnels <laughs> for other people. And I love it because I'm proof it works. And like, it really is 
transformative. And I'm just so grateful. Like I went through, you know, the hard stuff at the beginning and, and continue to go through the, the hard stuff now to have the, the beautiful life that, that this offers now. That's amazing. I relate to so much of what you're saying too, because I never really thought of myself as a business person or an entrepreneur. I majored in English. I knew I loved reading and writing and I just, I never liked working for a boss. So I just put that in like the boss category. I'm never going to be that person. But then you learn about the world of being like a solo business or a solopreneur. And it's kind of like this, it's, it's a fit for the writing personality type. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) It's funny you said that about the funnels too. And I want to get into like the type of copywriting you do and who you do it for, but I wanted to make a YouTube video about this because I think one of the reasons why a lot of people enroll in courses or programs or coaching and feel duped or they feel, you know, because I get feedback all the time from from freelance writers specifically, because I say, what other courses have you taken? What was your experience? And there's a lot of like disappointment. And I think one of the main reasons behind that is that you don't consume enough of somebody's free content to really get a feel for what their ethos is, what their methodology is, and what their personality is. If you consume enough of someone's organic content going through their funnel and you do your own research so that you can match what they're saying up with what you know to be true, you can make a really educated guess on whether a program is going to be good. So I really, I love sales funnels and like the content marketing aspect of it because it helps the buyer make a good decision. It's not about hitting somebody with ads. Right. Yeah. Because there's, you know, a ton of copywriting courses out there and they aren't like good, bad, better than the, like, it's about finding the best fit for you and your needs and who really speaks to you or maybe has a similar life situation, someone that you really relate to. And it's nice to have that kind of person in your corner, especially as you're starting out. Yeah. So tell me about like how you make money as a freelancer, because I know you're in this direct response copywriting world. So you're freelancing. I think you said you have an online course and you've maybe scaled into an agency model. Peel back the curtain behind your income in that sense. Yeah. So my primary thing is doing done for you copywriting. So I write launch copy and funnel copy, and I really like doing like not just a sales page one-off project, but really diving into the full picture of it. And then retainer projects are obviously great just because it's less like keep finding new clients, you know, it's just keep working with clients that I love. I already know their brand voice. I already know their offers. So it just is easier and makes more sense to do the retainer projects like emails, blogs, things they're going to need month after month. And then I also... Um, we'll do something I started new recently is co-creation sessions because some people I'm like, like they're really good at writing. And I, as a copywriter, like could not reproduce or write better than what they are doing. Some people are, I think truly are their own best copywriter, but then they're like, they're like, I have to write a sales page. And like, I don't know how to do that. I've never been trained in that. I would love like the guidance of a copywriter or even just the magic of like when you're in conversation about what you're trying to say in your copy, it like so much more value comes out of that 
And it's just a lot more fun <laughs> to co-create that way. So doing these co-creation sessions has been a great way to still work with people who want to write themselves, but just need a little bit more oomph to help them do it faster because like when they're at, you know, that six, seven figure level, it's like, they just don't have time anymore. They don't have time to figure it out themselves. They want, they're willing to pay for like the acceleration of the, the process. So those have been really fun. And then my course is more of just like a legacy project. Like as a former teacher, like my heart is really just for helping people like figure this out <laughs> and especially remembering where I was and how much courses and coaches really helped me get to where I am today. Um, that's been really cool to just kind of help new copywriters because like there's a ton of business coaches out there and there's copywriting courses, but there's not too many where they merge the two of like how to do the business of copywriting because you can be a, like the greatest writer in the world, but if you don't understand the business aspect, then you don't get that freedom that you likely got into the business you know, for, like if you don't design it that way. And so like, I didn't really have a business background at first going into it. And I have since like learned those things and to really bring those together, I think is super, super powerful. So the course is like a basic for that. And then we also do like a one-on-one -on -one boxer for coaching as well. Just like, that is probably the number one thing I wish I had. I wish I just had like an intimate, like just be able to like, Hey, how would you handle this in my back pocket? So I just love to offer that. And that is just such a big piece of, of my heart to be able to do that. That's awesome. And I didn't realize how similar our business was in terms of digital courses, because my resources that are geared towards copywriters are all about the business side of it, the client acquisition. And I sell mm -hmm. a template pack that is like literally 35 different templates of like, when a client says this, what do you do when you want to raise your rates? What do you do when they won't pay? What do you do? So mm -hmm. It is, I do think every freelancer in the beginning wants to know and they, they're Googling furiously and then you just take your best guess and hope for the best. So it's nice when people are putting out resources to be like, no, 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 like I've handled clients and this is really what you should be saying. There's no like schooling and there's no education around that. So I think it's such a gap in the market too. Totally, totally. Tell me about direct response copywriting, because I'm primarily a B2B copywriter. I've gotten more into direct response in terms of writing my own sales page and writing, you know, and, and creating my own funnels for my online course. It's been such a learning curve for me to kind of embody that more B2C, more casual voice versus what I'm used to writing for my B2B technology clients. I'm also primarily like a long form content writer in my freelance business. So talk to me about the difference between content and direct, you know, regular copywriting and direct response copywriting. Yeah. Good question. I feel like people often use those terms interchangeably or like copywriter, content writer, like brand copywriter, direct response, like copywriter, people like use those interchangeably because they don't know, but there is a difference. So direct response copywriting, that is you want to elicit an immediate response or you want the reader to take action. So that could be making a purchase or it could be like filling out a form, like opting in, subscribing, something like that. But the goal is for them to take this specific action. And so you need to 
provide a clear CTA call to action, like that's clear, specific, compelling. And I love direct response copywriting because it's measurable. You can look at the data and you can know how well that it is performing. And for me as a former physics teacher, like I love the data. I want to know like the numbers behind the writing and I like the formulas of copywriting. And yeah, so many people are like from physics to writing, like how do those two, like on the surface level, you're like, what? But actually, so it's like such a cool way to like my writer's heart and then my data numbers brain mesh together and make me a really good direct response copywriter. Totally. <laughs> and that's been cool to see how those two things come together for me. And then so back to your question, the difference. So there's also like brand copywriting, which focuses more on like building your brand recognition, awareness. Uh, creating a favorable impression of your company or product over time. So it's about more like staying top of mind, omnipresence, that sort of thing to communicate your brand message and identity clearly. But there may or may not be like a direct call to action. It's just kind of getting them into your brain almost. And then content writing differs because that is more about like being informative, engaging. It can be educational blog posts, an article, social media posts, but the goal is really to build trust and authority with the reader, establish a brand. So like there is some overlap there and like establish credibility. Yeah. Content writing. I, I think of more like blogs, social media. So unlike sometimes blogs can have a call to action. So there is overlap. It's not like a hard line. It's a spectrum, but that's more or less kind of what differentiates those different types of writing. Totally. Tell me about the industry you are in. Do you have you, I know you told me what type of copywriting you do. Do you have like a very specific industry? Are you focusing on like coaches and course creators? Yeah. Yeah. So my niche is coaches and course creators, like experts, a lot of people in like the professional development, personal development growth world. And I love it because like, I'm (laughs) obsessed with it and into it. And so I love it because I get to work with people who have like had this profound experience and now really want to have a positive impact in the world by sharing that with others or bringing others from, you know, this pain point transform now go to this other side of like, you don't have to live that way anymore. So it's really beautiful to like work with those kinds of clients. And it's interesting because like, I work with a ton of life coaches, business coaches, and like really like kind of blending the two because it's hard to separate your life and your business, or you create your business, you know, in view of the lifestyle that you want. So for a lot of it, like it's all the same offer, like underneath, but it's entirely different copy because I'm really digging into like, what is their unique perspective or like sales proposition? Niching down has been really great for me because it's like, oh, I've heard that before. I've heard that before. Everyone says that. But then when they say something that's different, I'm like, Oh, light bulb is going off here. Okay, let's dig into that more. And it's a lot easier to know what angle is going to work or what angles are kind of tired because I have the experience within that niche. And like, you don't necessarily have to niche down, but I have enjoyed it for that reason. It's made things just a lot easier and just to, yeah, be feel like an authority in that space because I just have so much experience with it now. And just the ripple effect too, like how cool is it to write for someone and that impacts them 
and their bottom line and their lifestyle by taking something off their plate. But then also the ripple effect of like that message that you write is now going out to their whole audience. And so just like knowing that impact that you're creating and that they have such a positive transformative message has been really cool to just be a part of that because I think copywriters or like marketing can get such a bad rap. Like when people ask, what do you do? And I say that there's, then some people kind of think like, oh, that doesn't match up because they they think like copywriting, like, oh, that's deceptive or manipulative or like marketing is manipulative. And like, sure, like there is some of that out there, but to like be able to stand in integrity and only take on clients that I am truly like my values are aligned with has been really awesome to, yeah, have that kind of an impact. Yeah. So many people listening to this right now want to break into your niche. That is like, I would say other than health and wellness, I get a lot of writers who are like, I want to write for courses and coach course creators and coaches. And it's for all the reasons you mentioned, it's like Mm -hmm. wanting to make an impact and loving that transformation. And it's honestly just interesting versus like what I do, which is like (laughs) features to benefits on a software product, but how do you write how if if someone's a beginner and they're just learning about this world they just under you know they're just understanding what copywriting and content writing is and they want to land coaches and course creators how do they go about that and how do they deal with the fact that sometimes people don't have the like they need to target the successful course creators and the successful meaning monetarily meaning the ones that have the budget there's you know success mm-hmm. everyone has different you know the parameters, but I'm saying the people who actually have enough to invest in a copywriter, how do you target them and how do you gain those good clients? Yeah. So first I would say like, yes, there's a ton of coaches and course creators. And then it's like, it is kind of a popular niche for copywriters, but like, come on in. It's not, there's no scarcity here. It's, there's definitely still room for you. It's not like saturated. It means that there is a great need for it and there is room for your voice and what you have to offer in here because someone who, you know, is not the best fit for me might be the best fit for you based on your past experience, your values, your, you know, all those things. So I think the fact that there are a lot of coaches, course creators, and copywriters for them is just a sign that like it's a growing industry and that's what you want to be a part of. But really the best tips for getting copywriting clients that actually have the budget or like makes sense for them to hire a copywriter versus doing it themselves is really, for me, it comes down to relationships. It's connecting with people. So whether that is in Facebook groups or on LinkedIn or Instagram, if that's your thing, um, you can connect with people online. You can connect with people, you know, locally in person, networking groups, but really it's about getting in the room. So like join the masterminds, get on the networking calls, go to the conferences in your industry, because that's how you're going to meet people. Um, and create a relationship where people are going to recommend you because word of mouth referrals, like those are the best because then now it's inbound. Like you're not going out pitching people and it just tends to be like better clients too, that are being sent your way because there's now like a personal relationship on like on the line there. Um, so like, I get that, like, well, referrals would be nice, but if you're just starting out, like referrals are hard because you 
don't know, you know, that many people yet, but like go to a conference and meet people. And that's a great way. Like, even if you don't have too much experience yet, um, just getting to know people in person and building that trust with people is huge because so many, I have so many calls where they're like, yeah, I've been burned by a copywriter before. And so like, they're super hesitant to, you know, hire and a lot more careful, So trust is just building trust is huge. And that is something you can do, like no matter how much experience you have as a copywriter or not. And that's worth so much. Tell me what some of the reasons people have been burned before. Like, like what do copywriters do wrong? (laughs) Yeah. So what I've heard is like, like, oh, they just ghosted me, like I paid them and then they didn't really deliver or what they delivered was like not good and then they didn't make edits, things like that, which I'm just like, ugh, yikes, like don't do that. And so it's like, but also as a beginner copywriter, like that is something you can easily do that will help set you apart. Like you don't need experience to like be a good person, you know? <laughs> so one thing I do to help protect both myself and the client is I will send a a contract that spells out, you know, exactly what I'm going to do, exactly what I expect them to do, the time that it's going to happen in, how the, what the payment structure is, how, and like how that is, you know, the timing of the payments. And so that helps protect both of us it's great to have it in writing. You can always refer back to it. So it's not like a, he said, she said, I thought it was this. You've both signed it and it's in writing and it just makes it. Cause even if like on the sales call where it's like, oh, like this person's cool. We get it. We're on the same page. Still do it anyways, because you can think you're on the same page, but then one piece might be not. And it would like suck to break over (laughs) that. So it just protects both parties. Yeah, I can't emphasize that enough that documenting and agreeing to what one person can do, what the other person is going to do can mitigate so many misunderstandings. But the the part about flaking and like not meeting meeting deadlines and stuff, I've noticed that because I'm I hire writers as well. And I, I don't, I'm honestly at the point where I'm like, that can't be taught. It's either you understand it and you are the type of person who follows through and meets deadlines or or you're not and like that. So I, I want to put that out there for writers not to be insulting, but more to say like to make a really great impression and do a great job for your clients actually doesn't take that much. Cause sometimes we think we have to be this outstanding copywriter and be like freaking David Ogilvie, but really yeah. doing what you said you're going to do and hitting the deadline and just sending that email being like, got it. Thanks real quick. You know, like it's, there's really tiny little things you can do to show responsiveness. And if you can just over communicate, you're not going to be that person that a client saying, Oh, I've been burned by a copywriter before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The communication piece is huge. Yeah. I agree with you totally. I think people overemphasize how good of a copywriter they need to be. Like if you've taken a copywriting course, like a legit one, like you probably have good enough skills and resources yeah. to be able to do the job well. Yes. And it's really about like the client appreciates so much communicating, you know, acknowledging that you've received something. Yes, I will have this back by this day and this time. And then actually doing that and following through with it. And like you said, like 
that is not like, like that doesn't, you know, you're not taught that that doesn't come with, you know, more experience. Like that's just, I don't know. I think people don't over, can't overstate enough. Like, like just the piece of having integrity and being like a trustworthy person is just worth gold in this industry. <laughs> For sure. Tell me about your program and how you help freelance writers. So I have a course that goes through, you know, from the beginning to like how to get clients, how to price, how to build your portfolio. It's 12 videos long. So I didn't want to be too long. Whereas like you're constantly learning. I also like really want you to take action and then combined with the one-on-one boxer coaching, because as you go through it, you understand it theoretically, but then you go do it. And once you're out there doing it, other questions come up, things happen that are unique to like that particular situation that are just, it's just so nice to talk through. You can have a pricing guide for copywriting services, but then you're like, well, this person is in this situation and needs this. And it's a little bit different. And like, it's just so nice to have someone who's been there and be like, okay, how would you handle this? So that's been really helpful to what they say is like having someone in your corner, you know, where you have someone with experience who can be like, yes, this is how to handle it, how to think about it, because especially as you're starting out, it's so easy to fall back into that employee mindset and trading time for money. And, you know, well, my boss would, your client is not your boss. It's a different kind of relationship. And so it's just like a continual reminding and bringing you back to like helping you step back into your power because I can share with you my roadmap, what worked for me. But ultimately, even if you do everything I say, like you might not still not get the same results because you're coming from a different starting point, a different perspective, a different life, a different everything, you know, so much is different, even if there's a lot of my story that you might resonate with. And so my goal is to give you the foundation, but then help you build it for yourself. And like, I want to be a guide, but I always want to point you back inwards to decide for yourself and for your life and what you want that to, to look like and build a business and a life, you know, that work in conjunction with each other and not be the entrepreneur who is like sick of 80 hours a week, but then now works 24 <laughs> seven for themselves. So I'm really big on the work-life balance, or actually, I don't really like the word balance because it's never balanced. It's always and flowing. So it's just a dance, you know, how do we make when life happens, how do you keep the business you know, flowing or when business is really good, how do you remember that you have a life too? And then for me, balancing as a mom of young kids, that throws a whole nother (laughs) monkey wrench into all of it. And so it's so cool just to, I really love just like walking with people through their story and like how they want it to look and what it looks like for them and their unique situation. The beauty of it is, you know, I can be there to take them to swim lessons or go to story time at the library, but it's also hard. Like I'm not going to sugarcoat and be like, oh yeah, I can do whatever I want, whenever I want. And like, yes, I could, but it also takes a, there's the word balance that I don't like, but just like an acknowledgement of it's hard to, to work from home 
and be present as, as a mom and like have my own life as well. And I think so many people sell it as like, it's so easy. And I work 20 hours a week and I make this much money and yes, it's possible. And yes, it's true, but I don't know. The reality is like, it's also difficult and I'm so grateful for, I have and have had coaches in my corner guiding me through it, helping me remember to take back my power and really operate from that place versus it's so easy to shrink back and be like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Because you're like afraid, afraid of like losing the client if you ask for too much or, and to really step into and own the kind of business that you want to operate. Yeah. Boundaries are such a hard part about all of this. And I love what you said about like the the balance too, and the misconception that we're like, people confuse the term flexibility with the word free for all. And I have to say before I became self-employed, I think I had this picture of it being a free for all as well, but it's so far from that. It just means literally that if I choose to go do an errand, that means that I'm sacrificing that hour and we'll have to replace that hour and do the writing later. And mm-hmm. that's not as glamorous for people to to really hear, but it's the reality. <laughs> yeah. 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 So many people look at my life from the outside that don't really know. And they're like, you get to spend your morning with your kids. And I usually work really only from 10 to two is when I have childcare and my clients are millionaires. I get to talk to them and write to, for them. And then like in the evening it's family time. And like, it sounds so ideal. And like it is, but also there's another side to that story. Like it's really hard to yeah. do that and work with while kids are at home. And like, I want to be present to them, but like, I also want them to see that mom works and mom is pursuing her dreams and going after it and contributing to like to the family financially as well as, as being present. And like today my kids are sick and it's so much harder to operate. And so I face the hard stuff too, but that also allows me to have these really beautiful moments of my kids are, you know, climbing on top of me, driving their trucks up and down my leg. And then I get to hop on a call like this and chat with really cool people and <laughs> and pursue my career as well. So it's just a beautiful both and kind of a life. But I also just fall asleep absolutely exhausted because I'm pursuing both of these callings with my hands just like wide open. I use every single gift that I've been given and then I just fall in bed so, so tired because I have used up everything that I was given. That's awesome. I think that's, that's what fulfillment ultimately is. So it's incredible. Tell everyone where they can find you and learn about you and look into your courses and resources. Yes. So you can find me at my website, megancatchigan.com. If you are like, how do I spell that? (laughs) Find me on Facebook (laughs) that we can connect from there. That's probably where I'm most active and we can chat. And then for copywriters, my Facebook group is grow your copywriting business. So if you just type that in, that's probably the easiest way to find me because you know how to spell that one. (laughs) And then we, there's free resources there and we can connect and go from there. Perfect. And as someone with a little bit of a difficult last name as well, I understand your pain. I will be linking down below to all of Megan's resources. So thank you so much, Megan. This has been super valuable. I know writers are going to really love this. Perfect. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a blast.